0: are listening to the Calvary Church Podcast, where each episode features a life-transforming message that was previously recorded in one of our services. And now, let's join a service that's already in progress.
1: All right, like Pastor Tom said, we're going to do something a little bit different. And so, just to let you know right away, we are using this time in Growth University as we would a united prayer gathering. And so we are going to use the Lord's Prayer as our prayer uh, pattern, our format, if you will. Um, But before we begin praying, I want to read a psalm that is very special to our family, especially Uh, Psalm 91 is an incredible portion of scripture and very relevant to us in this time in our world psalms 91 the uh, heading in my Bible says safety of abiding in the presence of God and so if you have your Bible or your phone handy would you open your app turn in your Bible and let us read Psalm 91 together he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of And Buckler, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made The Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot because he has set his love upon me therefore i will deliver him i will set him on high because he has known my name he shall call upon me and i will answer him i will be with him in trouble I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. And so tonight, Tom and I are going to take turns leading us through the different points of prayer in the Lord's Prayer together. And I just want to encourage you that if you have your family Um, to make sure that they're gathered with you, um, that you would pray together. It helps to hear other people pray. We know that from our times together in united prayer, that it encourages you. Obviously, if you don't have that um, option, like Tom and I are going to listen to each other pray, um, you listen to us, and we are going to, through each point, give you Uh, specific points that are related to our situation right now here in the world to help us apply and follow Jesus's model for prayer. And so I think it is significant to us in this time of united prayer that when Jesus was asked, Lord, teach us to pray. We know that his response is what we know as the Lord's Prayer. But that first word is very important for us to take note of, especially now that Jesus said, pray our father, that we come to this time in prayer, not just praying for ourselves, for our family or even just for our church family. But we understand that he is the father of us all and that our prayers tonight are for our nation are for the church at large and for the entire world because all of it belongs to him. And so we begin with praise and worship as Jesus modeled for us in this prayer. Hallowed be thy name, that the Lord's name is holy. And I know you know the importance of approaching God with this humility, this acknowledgement of who he is and what he has already done. And so let us begin our time of prayer together in this way. God, we come to you because you are our father. You are the father to all of us, not just here at 11970 Kin Road, and not just to our state or even our nation but you are the father of this world by you were all things created by you is everything made and sustained god by you i thank you lord that we can call you father in this time of great uncertainty lord we acknowledge you as our father Even if some of us do not have that example on earth or we no longer have it, you remain our father. And so, God, we can rely on you to take care of us, to provide for us. You are our protector. God, you are the Holy One. It is only you who sit on the throne. It is only your name that can save us. It is only your name that can be prayed and change things in our world. We acknowledge you, God. Your power and your authority is untainted and unshaken in this situation, Lord. You are high and lifted up. Your glory, your train, your victory fills the temple just like it did in the Old Testament. Lord, you are the one that we depend on and we praise you in this moment. For what you have done for us in the past, we remember your faithfulness, God, that even though this is something we have never experienced before, you have shown yourself strong in times of great difficulty and even personal suffering in our lives. Lord, you have been very present. You have never failed. You have never not fulfilled your word in our lives, and we praise you for it. We offer you thanks, God, for everything that you have done, everything that you are doing right now, God, the way that you are at work in our lives and in the world around us in ways that we cannot see because we know who you are, and we praise you for that. Hallelujah.
2: Thank you, Lord. The next section of this prayer He tells us to pray, thy kingdom come or your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come. That's the prayer that we're praying. We're not praying for uh, some just solution to come from humanity, but we're praying for the kingdom of God to come to earth, what he desires in heaven to come to earth. And in this environment uh, there are a lot of things that are are shaking around us, and we need heaven. We need heaven to come down to earth. So tonight, we're going to pray for uh, God's work to be established. We know there are people who are vulnerable. We know there are people who are weak. There are, there are people who are sick and and struggling. We want to pray the kingdom of God to come into the lives and hearts of people. And so we know of some needs that are represented among us, uh, including some in our own church. Gary Abston, Betty Maples. Um, there are a few others that are are represented that that need prayer. Maryland Prophet, and we want to pray for them and those who maybe are in places like them that are in maybe a a place of sickness or a weakness, and we want to pray God's strength to them and God's kingdom to come in their life as well as in the lives of others around us. I'm wanting us to pray specifically for evangelist Eli Hernandez, who is very, very sick and in a hospital in Las Vegas, and uh, he ministered last year in our church, and we want to lift him up and his family in prayer, and uh, we're, we're believing that God's kingdom would come in these situations, and what I want us to pray as well, that God's kingdom would come in the Relationships that we have around us. I'm praying for baptisms. I'm praying for people to be filled with His Spirit. I'm praying for people who have walked away from God, who are distant from God, to find God in this time and in this moment that God's kingdom would be established. So let's pray this prayer together. Lord, we. Pray tonight that your kingdom would come, your will would be done. We're not praying that our will would be accomplished tonight. We're not praying, God, that just some political party or some uh, political position uh, would be accomplished in this moment. But, Lord, we're praying your true kingdom to come, your true will to come. To be done. I'm praying for those, God, who are weak, those who are vulnerable, those who maybe are sick in their body. Lord, we're praying your kingdom to show up right where they are. We pray that the angels of God would be present among them. Just as your word declared in Psalm 91, I'm praying, God, that your angels would bear them up. They would lift them up during this time. We're praying, God, that you would bring healing. You would bring strength. You would bring open doors, Lord, open doors for conversations. We're praying, God, for our members, Lord, our our brothers and sisters in Christ, God, to have open doors to share their faith, Lord, that your kingdom would be established. We're praying, God, God, that you would open up doors in our community, open up doors, God, for people to be baptized, to see the need in their life, to turn their heart. To you. God, we're hearing reports every day, God, of individuals making that decision to be baptized in your name, making sure that they're ready, that their lives are ready for your coming, that their lives are ready, God, to meet you. Lord, I'm praying that that would be the reality for our members, Lord, that their hearts would be ready, their hearts would be surrendered. God, establish yourself among us today. Establish yourself among us, God, in this time, in our homes, in our families. God, I pray that your work would be accomplished. We thank you, God, for what you're doing among us. Thank you, God, for the opportunity for us to be a part of giving and being a part of food being distributed and being a part of the child care. But Lord, we pray that ultimately you would receive glory, that we would be a light, we would be salt in this world, that this would be an opportunity for testimony that you would receive glory, you would be high and lifted up let your kingdom come let your will be done in our families, in our communities in our homes, in the name of Jesus we pray, amen
1: our next portion is give us this day our daily bread and I can't help but kind of chuckle about that because if you're like me you prayed that at some point in the last two weeks as you searched for bread in the grocery store and we understand that this portion of scripture is talking about God's provision in our lives not just in the physical but in the spiritual sense and so I want us to pray in in two parts here I want us to pray for provision in terms of food, in terms of jobs, necessary supplies, finances, the things that are very uh, much in the forefront of our concern and the things that we are hearing talked about, questions and concerns around these things that Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread, this assurance of having what we need every day that Jesus taught in Matthew's gospel about being concerned about today, to not be overwhelmed with fear and worry about the future, that we pray for what we need in this moment right now. And then I want us to pray in terms of salvation, because that we understand that Jesus is the bread of life, that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word. That proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so I encourage you to feel the heart of God in this portion of our prayer. That more than anything, his concern for people right now is that they would know him. That the hope that they are looking for is in him. That God could use this time to to reach those that maybe have walked away from him or those whose hearts have been hardened up to this point, that salvation could be theirs in this time. Let us pray together. Jesus, we pray as you told us, give us this day our daily bread. Lord, we choose to obey you in our thoughts. Lord, we resist the need, and the natural inclination to worry about the future and tomorrow. But Lord, you have promised that you would supply our needs just as you do the birds of the air, just as you clothe even nature itself, that you know what we need before we even ask. And so God, I pray for the people, Lord, that are struggling to fill their refrigerators and their pantries. God, people who have lost jobs, they have lost resources, they do not have anywhere to turn. God, I pray that you would supply their needs, that, Lord, if you see fit to give your church the opportunity to be a part of the answer to that prayer, God, that you would give us the courage, that you would give us the wisdom to be a part of that. God, I pray for finances for those, Lord, who have lost jobs or anticipated some kind of loss financially through all of this. God, you are our provider. You are the protector of all that we have. And so God, we pray not just for the blessing and sustaining of ourselves, but Lord, would you please bless us and help us to be in a position to help others in this time in Jesus name to be your hands and feet in in these practical opportunities that are all around us. But more than that, God, we pray for the salvation of men and women's souls. Lord, I pray for those who have walked away from you. Surely you are speaking to your church, both present and past, that God, if there's any hardness in our hearts, for the people that have maybe never yet known the truth of who you are or allowed themselves to experience, experience your spirit in their lives. Lord God, use this time to move upon the hearts of men and women to reach for you. For we cannot live, we cannot be sustained only by what we consume in our physical man. But God, we are realizing in an unprecedented way our need for hope, the hunger that we feel spiritually to know that we're okay, to know that the future is certain, to know that our needs are going to be met. Lord, that we would humble ourselves, that eyes would be turned towards you. God, give us this day our daily bread. Let revival and renewal be uh, the reality of this world and of your church. In Jesus' name we pray.
2: Amen. Amen. The next section that we're going to pray is forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and certainly this is speaking to sins in our lives, things in our lives that are not pleasing to the Lord, and and in this time, uh, you know, some of the things that may uh, be easy to come into our thoughts our doubts and fears and those kind of things, certainly temptations are a part of our lives during this time being so uh, tied to the media uh, that we are tied to during this time. And, and I I encourage you tonight to, to pray a prayer where you seek the Lord to purify your thoughts, purify your minds, and to forgive us during this time, as well as an opportunity to uh, really allow God to eliminate the fear in our life. And even... What is born out of fear, and that is selfishness, where we are uh, looking to ourselves to uh, survive this time. Or this sense of arrogance that, you know, I I don't care what the government says, I don't care what uh, these people are saying, there's a sense of arrogance about it all. We need to humble ourselves to the Lord tonight. And this is a great opportunity that we find in the Lord's prayer to humble ourselves before God in a great way. And so I encourage you tonight to to pray this prayer. Pray this prayer for you. Pray this prayer for your family. Because at the end it says, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. We know there are people who maybe have wronged us. And so when we realize how far God comes to meet us then it's so much easier for us to forgive the people around us. And so I want us to pray this prayer tonight with humility and with courage. Lord, we come to you tonight. We ask you, God, to forgive our debts, to forgive, God, the things in our life that are not pleasing to you during this time. God, if there is any pride, if there is any pride in us during this time, I pray that you would humble us, allow us, God, to be humbled in your presence. Lord, if there's a pride, a sense that, that we can overcome this by ourselves or a selfishness or an arrogance, I'm praying, oh God, that you would forgive us of those thoughts. I, I pray, God, for thoughts of fear. God, I pray you would forgive us for thoughts of fear. Forgive us of thoughts, God, that, that are not pleasing, that reject you and that have this sense that you're not in control. Lord, today afresh, we ask you to forgive our debts. I pray you would, God, forgive us of anything that's not pleasing to you. Purify our minds. Purify our thoughts. God, as we make selections on how we spend our our time of entertainment and our time of relaxation and there's so much media that's in front of us I pray God that our hearts would be pure our hearts God would honor you during this time that we would not fall prey to the enemy Lord that even while sin crouches at the door and sin crouches around every opportunity of media I pray God you would guard our hearts guard our minds during this time we ask you to forgive us oh God forgive us our debts and Lord I pray that we would truly forgive debtors in our life. Lord, if there are people who have wronged us, if this time brings up Remembrances, Lord, and memories of people who have done us wrong or people who didn't take care of us and now we're stuck. I'm praying, God, that we would find it in our heart to forgive them, Lord, that we would have a pure heart, pure hands during this time. Lord, we look to you. We humble ourselves to you in a fresh way in this time. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
1: And lead us. Not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I want us again to um, pray this maybe in two parts. Um, Coming off of the prayer we just prayed, lead us not into temptation. Again, the idea of making right choices, that God's purpose is in all of this. None of this takes the Lord by surprise. And it doesn't mean that we understand exactly what he's doing. But what we know about God tells us that he is doing a lot of things right now, things that we are unaware of. And so let us pray that our hearts would be sensitive in these moments, the time that God has literally given to us and the things that he would require of us right now, that there would not be distraction, things to tempt us away from God's purpose and design for our lives, for the prayers that he is wanting us to pray, that we would not be led into temptation and then deliver us from the evil one a prayer of protection this is something that i know we are praying for in so many ways but to pray for the protection of our health care workers that they would have the guidance that they need that they would have the resources the wisdom that they need that we would pray for government officials that that they would be used by God as his hands and feet in the earth, that they would be protected themselves during this time, that God would be able to use them for his intended purpose, and that we would also pray for God's protection around his church, that as we feel the heat of what is happening, we even feel attacked in some ways, that God's hand would intervene on behalf of his church so that we can do what we are supposed to do, just like those government officials, just like those health care providers. I was thinking today that we are considered an essential part of our world right now and that is why we can still come here and facilitate a service because the church has value in this time and we want to pray God's protection around it. Let's do that together now. God, we pray that you would not lead us into temptation. Lord, that you would protect us from moments of weakness. God, from moments of even uh, boredom and distraction. Lord, that you would have our full attention. That God, we know that we will probably never understand why or what all you were doing in this time, but God, give us a sense of responsibility and spiritual accountability for what we are doing in this season. God, whatever you would require of us in terms of our prayers, in terms of our study and preparation and even availability, Lord, we pray that our carnality, Lord, that even the weakness of our flesh in this day, difficult time would not lead us astray to be tempted to be removed outside of what you want us to do, Lord, as your church. We pray, Lord, your protection over healthcare workers, God, every person that has put themselves in harm's way, God, to take care of the sick and the vulnerable and the needy in this time. Surely they represent you, God, in the earth in this way that we're we are trying to avoid those types of situations. There are men and women all over the world that are trying to protect themselves and make themselves also available to those who are in need. And so we pray that every need that they have, even in terms of their own families to be protected during this time, that all of the supplies, God that are needed to care for the sick and to protect those who are working God, that you would support Supply in ways that only you can. I pray, Lord, for divine wisdom and guidance, Lord, structure to be put in place on their behalf to keep them safe during this time. God, we pray for government officials, Lord, that they would be protected from the evil one in this time, Lord, that they would be used by you. We understand that it is you who lifts up and puts down. You are the one who... Who puts people in positions of authority. God, we may vote, but you are the one that puts people in these places. God, that they would be used for your purpose, whatever it might be, and that they would have your protection, that they would have your empowerment to do so. God, we pray over the church. God, that you would protect its purpose, Lord, and its identity in this time. Do not let us be tempted or distracted By the need to self-preserve in this moment, God. That we would deny our natural inclinations in the weakness of our flesh. That with wisdom, Lord, and the proper amount of submission to authority, God, we would make ourselves available to do whatever it is that you would assign to us. Whatever opportunity, Lord, or responsibility you would trust us with, God. That we would be protected. That your angels would stand guard around us that you would cover us with your wings in Jesus name we pray.
2: And finally, Jesus said to pray for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Kingdom being the domain of God, the power being the ability of God to work in the earth and the glory of to it is the weightiness or the visibility of God in the world and so we we need God to have dominion we need him to have power and him to have glory and it says forever forever amen and so i want us to take this last moment of prayer and i want us to just pray and praise God and say God yours is the kingdom the power and the glory in my heart in my family in my neighborhood, in my community. We want God's work to be established. Lord, we love you tonight. We thank you, God, for the kingdom of God that's being established in the earth. Lord, there's nothing that... Satan or the dominions of, of darkness can do to stop the church. And Lord, I'm praying that your kingdom would come, your will be done, that your kingdom and power and glory would be established. Lord, we're believing and trusting that in every heart that's surrendering to you, your kingdom and your glory and your power would be established. I pray for every family and every home, God, you would make that a place. For your work to be established, our homes would be sanctuaries. They would be set apart. They would be a tabernacle of your glory, of your power, of your presence. Lord, I'm praying that your kingdom and your power and your glory be done. We give you glory and honor. We give you praise, Lord, for your goodness. We are not going to walk in fear, but we're going to allow the peace of God to walk with us, your spirit to walk with us every day that we live. Lord, let your work be established. Let your power be established and your glory to be weighty in our lives. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for what you're doing among us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And if you're at home, I want you to say amen, amen. Say it again out loud, amen. Turn to your family, say amen, Let it be so. We're agreeing together tonight. That's the power of our corporate prayer, that we are in agreement tonight. So I thank you for being a part of our prayer tonight. I want to just let you know that on Friday, the United Pentecostal Church, which is the church organization that our church is affiliated with, is having a special day of prayer and fasting, and our church is joining with them. So I encourage you to make this Friday March 27th, a day of prayer and fasting, whatever you can set aside as far as a meal or meals or a time to pray, we're wanting to bind together for God's work to be established among us. As I've been doing and uh, as I've felt to do since we have not been able to meet together, I want to uh, conclude tonight with this passage out of Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. It is the blessing that Aaron uh, that Aaron received from Moses, and I believe it's pertinent to us in these times. And so, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you grace. We love you very much tonight, and we can't wait to see you in person. Stay safe. God bless you.
0: This podcast was brought to you by The Calvary Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. For more information about The Calvary Church, please visit our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Consider joining us for a service where you will find friendly people